Hello and welcome to the Brian Hornback Podcast. This is episode number eight, if you're keeping count. Uh, Brian Hornback Podcast is heard on Anchor FM, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Apple. So we want to uh, thank you for listening. Again, as a reminder, this started 16 years ago as a web blog, brianhornback.com. You can still find us there, brianhornback.com, B-R-I-A-N-H-O-R-N-B-A-C-K.com. And um, <clears throat> we're putting up content every day at brianhornback.com. Let's get right to what's going on in the world today. Uh, last Tuesday, the Tennessee House Republican Caucus, those are the members of the Republican Party that are in the Tennessee State House of Representatives. They met last Tuesday uh, in caucus session to um, pick their leaders. There was no contest for Speaker. Uh, Speaker Cameron Sexton was unopposed. Uh, Majority Leader William Lamberth was unopposed. Uh, The only contest uh, for uh, leadership was the... um, was for caucus chairman, uh, Representative Robin Smith out of Chattanooga, challenged Jeremy Faison uh, for caucus chairman. Really, what the what the major uh, issue there is, because if you'll remember, there's 73 members of the 99 that are Republicans, and all 73 uh, there are still there were 73 Republican seats of the 99. Um, last session and when they start again in january there's 73 republicans that are going to be sitting in 73 of the 99 seats in the tennessee house of representatives um but what the issue is is that after the members paid their dues um in december from january until september there was only twenty-seven thousand dollars raised on behalf of the caucus should have been a good year uh for raising money in tennessee um for the caucus um, Speaker Sexton had a had a very uh, healthy, vibrant uh, political action leadership fund. He traveled across the state uh, in uh, helping to uh, elect Republicans, uh, holding on to Republican seats and, and electing Republicans to seats where individuals had retired. Uh, Majority Leader William Lambert, again, he had a leadership pack. He contributed uh, significantly. Uh, to holding on to those 73 uh, Republican seats in the state uh, house. Uh, And so it was really one of those situations where there was a belief that the weakest link was the caucus chairman. Uh, I met Robin Smith in 2005 uh, when I was the Knox County Republican party chairman. And uh, she was the first vice chair of the state Republican party. Uh, Bob Davis was the chairman of the state party. I was the Knox County Republican Party chairman. Uh, When Bob Davis stepped down as um, the state Republican Party chairman, Robin Smith became the chairman. Uh, It was during those years that Bob Davis was chair and Robin Smith was first vice chair. And then uh, Robin was chair uh, that the party became uh, that the, the state legislature went from uh, Democrat control to a to a slim Republican um, majority, um, and uh, and then while Robin was chair, it continued to grow, and the, now we have a supermajority in the state of Tennessee, and so the real issue is that 
there are there are many people who laid the groundwork uh, for the supermajority uh, who have worked uh, in the uh, in the trenches and, and really uh, did the necessary work to build uh, the supermajority that is today. And you've got a lot of folks who have gotten elected to the legislature in recent years uh, that didn't that doesn't understand the fight and the struggle that it took to uh, build a majority and a supermajority in the state of Tennessee. And so that's really what the issue was. Uh, it was uh, <clears throat> it was an election that uh, was a closed ballot, so we don't know for sure what those numbers are, but I'm sure that those numbers will, will, will come to light eventually. Uh, so uh, Robin Smith goes on. She's um, uh, chair of, um, of an insurance committee in the state house. She'll continue to be a leader uh, Faison will continue to be the, the caucus chair. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's just one of those situations that the, the, um, the Nashville paper, the Tennessean pointed out that, uh, the only female in leadership in the state Republican caucus, uh, in the house is the secretary position. And that went actually to a Knox civilian, uh, Michelle Carringer, former vice chair of the Knox County commission, uh, will start her, uh, first session as a member of the Tennessee House, uh, replacing Bill Dunn, and she's now the secretary of the Tennessee House uh, GOP caucus. And also on the on the uh, Senate side, on the on the Tennessee uh, GOP caucus on the Senate side, uh, they also have a female uh, as secretary. But all the other positions are held by males. Um, the um, the reporter for the Tennessean uh, has tried to tried to make a gender um, um, connection to that. I don't know that that's necessarily true because I don't know all the members. I don't know all the new members uh, of the both the House and the Senate uh, caucus. Uh, so we'll just have to see how it plays out. Uh, I have confidence in in um, both uh, Speaker Sexton and uh, Majority Leader William Lamberth, uh, and I think um, I think the House uh, GOP caucus is going to be in fine shape. At this point, I do want to remind you of Matlock Tire Service located in Farragut, Hardin Valley, Lenore City, Maryville, and Athens. Uh, for all your car and transportation needs, whether it be changing your oil, whether it needs uh, new brakes, uh, whether it needs new tires, uh, whatever your needs are, uh, Matlock Tire Service is a family-owned business uh, now on its third generation Um Jimmy Matlock, a former member of the Tennessee House of Representatives, um, currently leading that uh, that company that his father started, and, and now his son Joe uh, is in that business, and they have multiple locations in East Tennessee. So you need to go see Matlock Tire Service for all your transportation needs. MatlockTireService.com. All right. Uh, so uh, again, as a reminder. Uh, Brian Hornback podcast can be heard on Anchor FM, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Breaker, and of course, Apple, and of course, YouTube. So uh, check us out there, wherever you're listening, give us a like, give us a share, tell your friends that you need to be listening to the Brian Hornback podcast. Um, another thing, while we're talking about um, the Tennessee State House, it's really interesting, as you as you may or may not know. On BrianHornback.com, I go through every time that campaign financial disclosures 
are due, I go through and, and report on BrianHornback.com uh, who's, who's raised money, how much money they've raised, if there's any notable contributors or, or any notable um, expenditures, uh, that type of thing, especially during uh, election years and, and election season. Uh, and so, you know, an interesting note is that um, when you look at State Representative Jason Zachary, he's chairman of the Rules Committee in the Tennessee House, uh, was last year. I would assume that he'll still be chairman of the Rules Committee this coming year. Um, on December 6th of 2019, uh, he received a $1,000 contribution from Tim Burchett, uh, the congressman in the, here in the, the Knoxville area, here in the Tennessee's 2nd Congressional District. Then he turns around, and on August 11th of 2020, according to these are, these are all taken from Jason Zachary's campaign financial disclosures, on August 11th, he then gave $1,000 back to uh, Burchett for Congress. Um, you know, I just find that interesting. You've got folks, you know, Tim Burchett uh, was in the House, then he went to the Senate, uh, then he became mayor, now he's in Congress. Uh, but you got you got a couple of folks here um, who basically are, are swapping money. Uh, you got Tim Burchett giving $1,000 in December of 19, and then in August of um, 2020, just, you know, eight months later, um, You've got Jason Zachary giving that thousand dollars back to the Burchett for Congress campaign, uh, and of course Jason Zachary's no stranger to controversy. Uh, last year, um, when the uh, you know when he ran for um, when he ran for Congress in um, in 2015 for a special uh, to to finish the term of Ryan Haynes, um, he ran against a a a uh, school board member and was very pro voucher pro-choice uh, for education. Uh, and when it came up for a vote on the ESA, the educational savings account vouchers that uh, Governor Lee wanted to pass last year, um, you know, when, when they went into that 45 minute break um, where they didn't declare, um, you know, they were deadlocked. Uh, Jason Zachary was a no vote. And after a 45 minute delay um, and uh, Jason Zachary going out on the porch uh, actually, it's a balcony. Um, but he comes back in and changes his vote to a yes. Uh, and, um, you know, he has he has his explanation for it. Um, you know, whether whether his explanation's accurate, you know, that's for others to, to decide. But um, from from the initial reports last year, um, you know, that that vote and the actions going into that vote uh, and particularly uh, conversations that um, state representative John Mark Wendell describes about uh, the conversations on the porch um, lends folks to believe. And, and, you know, I, I've been told that um, there are authorities uh, looking into, into the actions of those votes. Uh, so, you know, there was, there was a controversy with Representative Zachary, and and now Representative Zachary um, has been the one that has been named by uh, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs as having been the one that uh, authored and, and wrote a, um, a video that Glenn Jacobs says was never supposed to be public about the, the Knox County Health Board. Um, so, you know, it's just interesting when you when you when you start sitting down and, and uh, 
looking at looking at information and, and you see a thousand dollars being exchanged back and forth you know people that gave money uh to jason to, to congressman burchett you know did they did they intend for that thousand dollars to go to to representative zachary uh, people that gave money to Representative Zachary, did they intend for that money to go to uh, Congressman Burchett? You know, that, that's up to that's up to their donors to decide. But those are the kind of things that ultimately I want to get into this podcast. I want to I want those of you that listen to this podcast to, to start seeing what happens in politics uh, and um, and the connections that happen. Uh, you know, for the last sixteen years, I've done it on on a weblog. And uh, sometimes it's easy to do it on a weblog, and sometimes it's easier just to communicate it via voice and via video for those of you on YouTube. Uh, and so that's that's the intent here. That's what we're doing. Um, so um, I appreciate those of you tuning in to episode eight. Um, I do want to encourage you to um, check out my friend Stokes Nielsen. He has a podcast called Stokes and Friends. You can find him on YouTube. You can find him on Apple Music or Apple podcast. I'm sorry. Um, but it's Stokes S T O K E S and a N D friends, uh, F R I E N D S Stokes and friends, uh, on, um, any of your podcast, um, streaming services and on YouTube and, uh, check him out. Uh, he's uh, from over middle Tennessee. He's a former, um, he is a songwriter and a, uh, former, um, uh, front man for the lost trailers and uh, is, in, is very active um, in helping uh, younger artists and um, developing artists uh, get their get their niche so check out Stokes and Friends uh, Stokes Nielsen is a great friend of mine uh, we've been to um, the Bristol Motor Speedway for night race together uh, we we talk on a regular basis and um, he has a genuine desire to see um, not only music but also uh, get engaged in the process of, um, of helping our community and our state at some point. So uh, check out Stokes Nielsen, Stokes and Friends. He's on Instagram. He's on, uh, he's on uh, all the podcast streams. He's on YouTube. Check him out, Stokes and Friends. Uh, so again, thank you all for tuning in to Episode 8, and stay tuned for Episode 9 in the very near future. Y'all have a great night.